We continue our offseason look at the LA Kings with a breakdown of Kings forward Alex Ayafalo plus Kings news and juicy rumors to discuss on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. We're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 1,830 subscribers as we continue our quest towards 2,000 subscribers. Thank you to all who have taken the time to like and subscribe the YouTube channel. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. Hope you had a great weekend. Coming up on this show, we will have news on the Kings' new goalie coach and some thoughts on a possible goalie connection when it comes to him. There are also some interesting rumors around the LA Kings as far as some players they might be interested in, including one of the more controversial players currently in the NHL. But first, we take a look at Kings forward Alex Iafalo. This offseason, we have looked at different members of the LA Kings and what roles they may have with the team going forward and what they've done in the past with the Kings. And today, it is Alex Iafalo, the Eden, New York native, He's going to turn 30 in December. He went undrafted after playing four seasons at Minnesota Duluth, signed with the Kings as a free agent, agreeing on a two-year entry-level deal in April of 2017. Never played a game in the AHL. He made the Kings roster through the 2016-17 season, appeared in 75 games. In his six seasons as an LA King, he has a total of 85 goals with 119 assists and 204 points. Now, he's yet to ever eclipse the 20 goal mark in a single season but he gives you around 15 goals and 35 points a season this past year he in 59 games he had 14 goals and 36 points playing in various spots up and down the lineup we're going to hear real quick from Alex Iafalo from his exit interview with the media the day after the Kings were eliminated in the playoffs uh, I will be paraphrasing the questions and answers like we've done with the other uh, players we've looked at so far. Uh, if you want to see the entire exit interview, you can go to YouTube, search Alex Iafalo exit interview. It'll be the first thing that pops up. The video is of Alex and fellow Kings forward Victor Arvidsson, who took part in their exit interviews together. Uh, for you everydayers, you know that we profiled Victor Arvidsson on our March 29th show. If you missed that, please go back and check it out. Alex Iafalo uh, was told with the first comment towards him in the exit interview that Tom McClellan had praised him when the coach was asked about players that stood out in the playoff series against Edmonton. And he was asked, how did that, uh, how did he feel about that? What did that mean to him? And I follow didn't seem too interested in that conversation. He said very briefly that he just tried to give it his all in the entire series. I follow was asked about playing on different lines this season. And in his career, he said that you have to be open to different scenarios that he just tried to fit in on whatever line that he was playing on. And he said that he and his teammates do a good job of communicating and everyone is open to talking and making adjustments. That is definitely one of the strengths of Alex Iafalo. He is versatile. He can play anywhere up and down the lineup. He's kind of a plug and play guy, no matter where you put him, kind of know what you're going to get 
from Alex Iafalo, a guy who's going to be gritty. Uh, he's going to play hard. Uh, he's going to do a lot of the extra things that maybe not show up on a stat sheet that can help you to win games. Good four checker can contribute on the penalty kill, things like that. Uh, Iafalo, who again is on the PK for the Kings, was asked what needs to improve on the penalty kill. And he said the Kings needed to be more aggressive. Uh, he said they need to attack pucks more and to try and adjust to what teams are doing quicker. Uh, I follow was asked if he felt the Kings had closed the gap against the Oilers, who of course have eliminated the Kings the past two years in the playoffs. And he said he thought that it was a good series, a back and forth series. It didn't end the way that they wanted it to, but the Kings did some good things. He says the team just has to continue to work on pushing forward and being resilient he was asked about uh things that the found that the team found to motivate them for this past season and he said simply that the kings just want to take the next step so those were some of the comments in the exit interview from kings board alex iafalo now is iafalo a star player no is he going to turn into a star player or an elite player no you kind of know at this point after six nhl seasons what alex iafalo is what is he solid a nuts and bolts type player that every team needs playing on their third or fourth line. Um, season before last, I thought he was put in a tough situation playing on the top line with the Kopitar line with Kopi and, and Adrian Kempe. And he just didn't seem to be a good fit there. And when you play on the top line, there's going to be expectations. Um, I, I think we saw a little bit of that role this past season with Quentin Byfield trying to fill it as well. Now you don't have to have three snipers on your top line. You can have a guy like a Kopitar who's more of a distributor. You can have a guy like Kente who's more of a closer and a finisher and a guy like an Ayafalo or Quentin Byfield. That's more of a kind of starting the cycle four checker, dump in chase, get the puck, that kind of thing. Go to the net. Some top lines have a guy like that who kind of complements the other two players. And I think that's what the Kings have tried to kind of have in maybe getting more balance up and down the lineup to have a player on that left wing that can do those types of things to help take the load off of Kopitar and Kempe. Um, and and I, I don't know that Alex Iafala was a great fit for that. He did the best he could, which is what he always does. Byfield, again, is a guy I know he's, he's kind of done that. But um, it seems like the Kings at this point are a little more interested in having production from the top line, regardless of kind of where it comes from in a sense, rather than having just three elite players on the top line. There's, I guess there's different ways of trying to do it. Uh, this is what the Kings have done the last couple of years. They did it with Alex. I two years ago. And I thought that was kind of a tough spot for him to be in because he's more of a third line player. Putting him on the top line is asking him to do, I think a little bit more than maybe he's capable of, but of course I didn't complain about it. Just did the job as best he could. Uh, this past season, he was more suited playing occasionally on the second line if needed in case of an injury or an illness or something like that. Um, but again, more of a third-line player, a very solid, reliable third-line player. I've mentioned his versatility. He will play wherever you need to play him, and he's very valuable on special teams. He saw time on both the Kings' second power play and second penalty kill units. Um, now, is Alex Iafalo an indispensable part of the Kings? No. But is he valuable? Yes. Uh, 14 goals, seventh on the team. Half his goals did come on the power play, which was fourth on the team, tied for fourth on the team. Uh, his 24 assists, ninth on the team, his 36 points, ninth on the team. Now, could his numbers be replicated by someone else in the organization? Probably. If you're just looking purely at the numbers, I think if you 
put Arthur Kaliev on the third line consistently, gave him consistent second power play unit time. I think he could put up those same kinds of numbers that Alex Iafalo does, maybe even exceed those numbers. Uh, the problem, though, is that if you were using a guy like Arthur Kaliev for an example, he's not going to be that gritty, go around the net type of guy. Uh, he's more of a finisher after being set up by other players. He does have a great shot. Uh, he's not going to be able to kill penalties the way Alex Iafalo does as well. So different kinds of players, maybe in the end you get the same type of production, and maybe in the end that's why a guy like Alex Iafalo could possibly be moved. We've we've talked about different players who could be moved this offseason to free up more cap, salary cap space with the thinking that maybe there's other players in the system that could fill his role. I think production-wise, you could probably find that, but some of the other intangibles that Alex Iafalo does Maybe that would be a little bit tougher to find. Uh, as for Iafalo, he is signed through the next two seasons, making $4 million per year. Um, Arthur Kaliev is making, again, for an example, uh, less than $900,000 a year. So if Alex Iafalo is moved, probably not going to bring back a ton of return, but I could definitely see players, or excuse me, teams out there, contending type teams looking for more depth in that third, fourth line. If you've watched the Stanley Cup playoffs, you've seen how valuable good fourth line players can be with what the Vegas Golden Knights are doing. So we tend to focus more on the top six and understandably so, but you do need to have key pieces that guys that can contribute up and down the lineup. And Alex Iafalo could certainly be one of those type of guys. He could be a great, great fourth line player on a deep team. And maybe he's, he would be great on that role in the LA Kings. But again, looking for possibly to create some more salary cap space to maybe address some other needs. Maybe you've got some other pieces in the system that can fill that void. We'll have to wait and see. But again, he's a valuable player at the NHL level and by all accounts, a great, great teammate. By all accounts, uh, a, a guy that the coaching staff really, really likes to have. And again, I think the Kings value him. But again, it's more about numbers, pieces of the pie, how you divvy it up, things like that. And the Kings have some other needs and it's possible that Alex Iafalo could be on the move. We'll wait and see. But if not, I expect to see uh, Alex back on the Kings lineup doing what he always does. Again, being reliable, being versatile, and being just a good, solid player for the LA Kings. We've got some goalie news for the Kings to talk about, including a new man in charge of the netminders. We'll do that in just a second. But first, I want to let you know today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, is brought to you by Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day. It's just one scoop and a cup of water, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network with your first purchase. Uh, again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Use it to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, last Friday, we told you that the LA Kings had found their new goalie coach, but because we had a jam packed feedback Friday, we pushed that news back until today. So the LA Kings again, have their next goalie coach. Uh, for the LA Kings and for the Ontario Reign. His name is Mike Buckley, and he replaces Bill Ranford, who was promoted to director of goaltending for the LA Kings. Buckley's 46 years old. He was a goalie coach with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization 
uh, before he was let go in August of 2021, had spent eight seasons in Pittsburgh, four as goalie coach and four as the team's goalie development coach. He helped Penguins goalies backstop two Stanley Cup winning teams in 2016 and 2017. Also helped Penguins goalies in the AHL post the lowest goals against average three times. Buckley is president and head instructor at Goaltending Development Services Incorporated, where he trains goalies from professional to youth levels throughout the season and summer months. He is a native of Haverhill, Massachusetts. Uh, he was a goalie for four years at UMass Amherst before playing five seasons professionally in the ECHL. Now, Buckley, along with Bill Ranford, will be called upon to upgrade and develop the Kings goalie position with only two goalies currently under contract, Phoenix Copley and Matt Portillo. Uh, also news in a moment on a Kings goalie in the organization that has moved on. Uh, but in light of the Buckley hiring, a name that could be interesting to the Kings is Pittsburgh unrestricted free agent goalie Tristan Jari, who under Buckley, was an all-star for the 2019-20 season. Now, we don't know exactly what kind of relationship Jari and Buckley had in the past, but if the Penguins decide not to resign Jari, or if he's looking for greener pastures, uh, and if the Kings have interest in him, I know there's a lot of ifs there, but a relationship like that could prove to be important. Again, your new head coach or your new goalie coach for the LA Kings is Mike Buckley. He coached unrestricted free agent goalie Tristan Jari in Pittsburgh, he could be looking to move on from an aging team that looks to be uh, ready to get uh, on a rebuild here in the very near future. Uh, so maybe that is uh, something the Kings would be interested in as far as upgrading their goalie situation. But Tristan Jari did have a cap hit of $3.5 million for last season. Again, he is a guy who's been a part of some Stanley Cup winning teams. He's been an all-star in the past. Uh, is he an elite goalie? No, but is he uh, at times has he been a very good goalie in the NHL? Yeah, he has. So I think that's a guy, Tristan Jari, that the Kings may have some interest in. Certainly, uh, you know, Mike Buckley is going to be able to give him some good intel on Tristan Jari and what he brings to the table. And if Tristan Jari has a good relationship with Mike Buckley, maybe that is part of the reason why he would decide to join the LA Kings. We will keep an eye on that. Uh, Jari, by the way, last season, um, 47 games, uh, he had a 2.90 goals against average and a 909 save percentage for a team that just missed the playoffs. Now, those numbers weren't great, but the year before, he had a pretty solid season in 2021-22. 58 games, 34-18-6 and six the record, 2.41 goals against average and a 919 save percentage. And those are a little bit more in line with what he's done throughout his professional career. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out for maybe Tristan Jari. Uh, possibly being someone the Kings could be interested in as far as the goaltenders go. Uh, there were also reports by NHL insiders like Dennis Bernstein of the NHL Network, uh, NHL Network Radio, and uh, the All the Kingsmen podcast. podcast. Also, Frank Ciravelli from Daily Faceoff, uh, both were saying that they felt that if Jonas Corposalo was in the future plans of the LA Kings, that they believed that the Kings would have already signed him uh, now, those guys are pretty plugged in, uh, but I don't really agree with uh, their statement on this uh, or really understand why that would be the case. Uh, again, they believe that if Jonas Corposalo was in the future plans of the LA Kings, that they would have resigned him already. My question would be why? What's the rush? Uh, I don't think Jonas Corposalo is going to be that much in demand where teams are going to be kind of falling all over themselves to sign him. I think he's a guy of interest for a lot of teams, but... I don't think he's, you know, if you look at the list of goalies available, 
Not sure exactly where he would be on that, but it wouldn't be one, two, or three, I don't think. Maybe around four or five. Um, probably have to do a, 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 some more research on that to kind of give you more of my definitive list on that. But I, I think the Kings have time to see how things play out. And if the dominoes start to fall and Corpus is one of the guys that's left and they still haven't filled, uh, filled their you know, goalie position, then yeah, I could see them resigning and be more comfortable. But I don't know why, if they wanted him back, that they'd have to sign him by now uh, at this point. Now, that said, I will admit that Rob Blake is the type of general manager that we've seen so far that doesn't really wait around. When he knows there's a player that he wants, he'll go out and get him. We saw it with Kevin Fiala. He struck early, making the trade so they could have the exclusive rights to negotiate and sign with him. Uh, We saw that with the three-team deal early on uh, to be able to re-sign Vladislav Gavrikov. So again, when Rob Blake has targeted someone and felt like this is a need, we need to go after him, he doesn't wait around. He goes and gets the job done. But I don't know that he feels that way about Jonas Corposalo. I I think that he would feel like he's a guy who could be available later. We don't have to rush into it. Maybe we want to re-sign Gabe Velarde first, see how much money we have left over. I just don't know that I agree with that premise that if the Kings are going to bring back Jonas Corposalo, that they would have signed him at this point already. I, I don't I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that I agree with that. Um, you know, the Kings, I think, are still trying to figure out, and and maybe after a, a Gabe Velarde, who's a, a restricted free agent signing, maybe they figure it out more, but are they looking to supplement the goalie position? Are they looking for a 1A, 1B with Phoenix Copley? Are they looking for a clear number one with Copley being number two? Or are they looking at a clear backup for Phoenix Copley? All those questions to be answered at some point, uh, and are certainly all up in the air at this point. But I, I think Jonas Corpusalo is still in play for the Kings. I, I don't agree that if they wanted him back, that they would have already signed him at this point. But we shall see. Maybe those guys are right and I'm wrong. Uh, one other goalie note to pass along. Uh, f- restricted free agent netminder David Rennick has left North America to sign a two-year contract with a team in the Czech League. That, according to John Hoven from Mayor's Manor, Renick, a native of Slovakia, spent the bulk of the 2022-23 season with the Kings in the ECHL for their affiliate in Greenville, posted a 2.82 goals against average and 906 save percentage in 43 games. Renick's 25 years old. His only other time in North America before this past season was a brief three-game stint with the Ontario Reign in the 2021-22 season where he posted a 1-1 record. He allowed four goals in those three appearances. Uh, Rennick was also a restricted free agent with arbitration rights. Uh, last year's backup in Ontario, Matt Valalta, um, who was thought to be the starter in Ontario before the Cal Peterson situation happened. Uh, he's also a restricted free agent with arbitration rights. So uh, another guy that it doesn't seem like is in the future plans of the LA Kings, but we'll have to wait and see about that. The goalie situation for the Kings is still uh, you know, in flux to be sure you've got two goalies under contract, but you're going to need obviously a few more than that. You're going to need a backup in Ontario and another goaltender uh, at the NHL level, whether it's someone who's going to share the net with Phoenix Copley or someone who's going to be the number one goalie Uh, up next. Could the Kings address their supposed toughness issues by bringing in one of the more controversial players in the NHL? That's next, but first, I want to let you know today's episode of Lockdown LA Kings is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay's guaranteed fit. 
You can be sure that every part is the right fit the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors, you've got over 122 million parts to choose from, and you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There have been some interesting rumors out there this week involving the LA Kings, I guess over the weekend to be more exact. Uh, And I usually don't put too much stock into rumors. Usually don't hear about the deals that actually happen. The ones you hear about are the ones that never seem to happen. But let's let's be honest. Uh, It's the offseason and rumors are fun to debate and discuss whether, you know, they have much, you know, credence in them or not. uh, It's still fun to talk about. Now, for those of you that have lamented the Kings lack of size and toughness, I saw this tweet from Dennis Bernstein from the Kings of the podcast that the Kings have kicked the tires on forward Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals, who's going into the final year of his contract that pays him $5.166 million. Uh, Wilson is a very talented, very physical forward who has had issues crossing the line at times. Uh, he is 29 years old, six foot four, 200 pounds. He is a power forward and can have a big impact on the game with his skill and physical play. Uh, he has playoff success and won a Stanley Cup. With the Washington Capitals back in 2009, he does have a 17 no trade list, although I would highly doubt the LA Kings would be on that list. I don't know that. That's just speculation on my part. Uh, obviously, there would need to be some pretty significant moves to be able to be made to bring uh, Tom Wilson here with the salary cap situation the Kings have. But uh, you know the Kings still need to address their goalie situation, as we talked about. But Tom Wilson is a very intriguing uh, player for the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, now, Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman said the Kings are one of a number of teams that have shown interest in center Pierre-Luc Dubois. If you're not familiar with him, he's a very talented, young, solid two-way center who's currently a restricted free agent for the Winnipeg Jets. He has said he is not resigning with the Jets, so they're looking to move him. Uh, and there's a lot of interest in him because, again, he's a great two-way center. He's young um, and a guy who is talented. However, if you know anything about Pierre-Luc Dubois, he's also a guy who seems perpetually unhappy. Now, granted, he was drafted by Columbus, third overall in 2016, and Columbus hasn't had a ton of success. He was then traded to Winnipeg in the Patrick Line deal. Um, now, granted, Winnipeg made the playoffs this past year, but again, Pierre-Luc Dubois, unhappy, doesn't want to resign with the Jets. Um, he's coming off a one-year deal that paid him $6 million per season. Uh, He put up 27 goals, 63 points in 73 games. He's a very good uh, second-line center. Um, But I don't really get the idea of the Kings being interested in him. Uh, The Kings are set at their top two center positions. Now, I get it. He's young. He could be your second-line center for many, many years to come. Um, But you've got Andre Kopitar. You've got Philip Deneau. I don't don't see the Kings moving off either of those two guys. Plus, are you going to pay $6 million a year for a third-line center? No. Um, so, and this guy is always unhappy. And again, I get it. You know, Columbus, Winnipeg, not the greatest teams, uh, greatest organizations out there necessarily. Um, but he just always seems to be disgruntled and looking for the next 
place to play. There are rumors that he wants to play in Montreal. That's his dream destination. He apparently keeps trying to do things to make that happen. Would he be happy in a place like Los Angeles? I doubt it um, just because he hasn't been happy any place he's gone. But anyway, I don't really get Pierre-Luc Dubois. I don't see that happening. Um, I think that's just something that's been floated out there. There's a bunch of teams interested in him that make more sense than the Kings. The Tom Wilson thing actually does, does make a lot more sense. Uh, I'm, I'm not as big as thinking the Kings have to fill this huge need because they're just not physical and blah, blah, blah. Um, but a guy like Tom Wilson would be significant. Now he's coming off an injury plague season should be pointed out. He missed 49 games this past year with a torn ACL in his knee. And he also suffered a small ankle fracture. Uh, but the knee injury suffered last year caused him to delay his start to this past season. Um, but he has been very durable for most of his career. So I don't think it's, you know, the physical issues from this past year or anything to be too alarmed about. Um, he is one of those guys that you absolutely hate playing against, but you would probably love him on your team. He'll drop the gloves and fight, but he's not just a goon or an enforcer. He has skill. He's played top six minutes with the Washington Capitals had 13 goals, nine assists in 33 games last season. Uh, pretty consistent 20 goal, uh, 40 to 50 point guy per season. Uh, obviously it makes him unique in what he can do physically and still be productive. Um, he is, he has crossed the line though, a few times in his career. He has been suspended a few times in his career. Um, the Kings haven't had a guy like him since Milan Lucic played one season for the Kings in 2015, 16. Um, and, Tom Wilson flat out does some dirty stuff on occasion, um, but he is Ryan Reeves with skill. Uh, he's Matthew Kachuk, but bigger and stronger and will actually drop the gloves on occasion. So he's a guy who some Kings fans might not be thrilled about. Others would absolutely love him, have him on the team. But like I said, if you're someone who feels the Kings need to be bigger, stronger, nastier, Tom Wilson would absolutely fit the bill. Uh, for that description. So that one does interest me, piques my interest to have a guy like that on the Kings would be very, very interesting. We'll we'll keep an eye and an ear out for any developments on that situation. Hey, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, coming up this week, uh, we're working on having a special guest at some point. Stay tuned for that. We're going to have another Kings player evaluation, another Kings NHL draft feature as we count down to the NHL draft which is now 16 days away. Uh, we'll also cap it off, of course, on Friday with a Kings fan feedback show. Any thoughts on what we had to say about Alex Iafalo? Uh, any thoughts on the Kings' new goalie coach? Any thoughts on the rumors around Tom Wilson or Pierre-Luc Dubois? Uh, send me an email for the Friday fan feedback show. The email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddy at gmail.com. If you're watching on YouTube, of course, your thoughts in the comment section are always welcome. I would love for you to stay connected with this show uh, throughout the week. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of Locked On Podcast Network. We will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. And as always, go Kings go.